Welcome to another segment of the MoneyWeb SME Corner. This week we speak to the founder of Mum and Baby Affair, Jolene Rulofsa. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Tell us about Mum and Baby Affair. This is a cozy affair. Well, Well, mom and baby affair actually started when I was on uh, maternity leave, expecting my first. And um, my biggest frustration during that time was um, when I was breastfeeding. Okay. Because I found that most of the clothing I purchased, because I thought I was being clever by purchasing everything a size big or buying dresses with um, with belts that I then didn't wear when I was wow. pregnant so that when I had had the baby, I could then wear the dresses, you know, with a belt. Right. Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way because you couldn't access your breasts for mm-hmm. breastfeeding. So it meant that those dresses I had to put at the back of the cupboard and wait for eight months until I was done before I could wear it. And I literally was stuck with not having anything to wear. There's nothing in the shops. Woolworths doesn't have a maternity um, section anymore. Um, and all you could find was little black tops, I called it, because yeah. it was just like you wear it and you just feel like... <laughs> what um, has the experience been like, though, now that you are discovering that there's a need in the market and you are basically making for yourself, but now in a business way, you have to think of everybody else who's a mom. It's very different because I also realized that I've, I've connected with a lot of mom entrepreneurs, so moms who basically start businesses when they're either full pregnant or they have the baby. Um, one thing that you tend to leave out when you start a business is doing enough market research. Mm-hmm. So there I was. I did a bit of market research. I did a, a sample, um, inter- um, interview sample size of about 30 women yeah. via email or telephonically through the various mommy groups that I belong to discovered that there actually was a need. I'm not the only one that didn't like the lack of option that was available. (laughs) And also, breastfeeding has become quite a big thing in South Africa. Mm -hmm. A lot more mothers actually want to breastfeed, besides the fact that it's the cheaper option. You know, it's also that bond that you develop with your your baby. So I had my sample size, um, but what I didn't take into account during the research phase is that the cost of production. Mm. And that's actually quite high. And in terms of textile in South Africa, I mean, we still depend quite heavily on importing material and um, finished goods from China and even from Turkey. So, I mean, when it comes to your pricing, you've got to take your local production into consideration. And that uh, drives the the purchase price up. Up, So it then means it then doesn't become affordable anymore. So it's it's. Yeah, it was it was a little bit difficult once I'd realized that I wanted to price, say I wanted to price a dress at a certain price point. I actually had to push it up slightly um, in order for me to actually break even, Most not even make a, make a profit. And how does it work for you now? Is the range locally made? How do you source it? So it's all locally made. The only thing that I source from, um, from overseas is materials. So I get my material from India, actually. Um, because they just have the most fantastic um, um, satin tissue material, ah, which is nice and soft, soft and light. And also, <laughs> I don't know if you know, when you're pregnant and also when you're breastfeeding, your internal thermostat goes, goes crazy. Mm-hmm. So you're hot all the time. It's like having hot flushes. <laughs> <laughs> Suppose it repairs us for menopause. Um, so you're hot all the time. So you want to wear something cool and light. Mm. Um, so most of the material, um, I actually go to India and I purchase it from there. I've now f- found a partner where I can actually just um, order it online. And yeah. he then he then sends it, sends it down to me. I work with local designers because um, I wanted to cater for a wide group of women. So it's not just 
just one particular style, you know, by one particular designer. Yes. It's it's three different takes on what women would like when they when they're pregnant. I um, love that. And the nice it. thing is, it's the longevity of it. Mm -hmm. So you purchase it when you're pregnant. Most cases, it'll be in your second trimester when you start showing. Yes. You know, and it's mainly um, office wear because that's when you actually need. So for office wear, and also when you go to cocktail events. Yeah. Um, or one or two weddings that you need to go to whilst pregnant. And then once you've had the baby, every single item is um, suitable for breastfeeding. Uh -huh. So it either has little um, buttons on the shoulders or it's a zip on the side or it's a zip in front or it's a wrap dress, yeah. etc. So every item is, it makes breastfeeding quite easy. How has the market received this idea so far? It's been... It's been, you know, it's the first year of the business operating. So it's been, um, it's been, there's been some great reception, okay. but there's also been some hiccups and, um, about it. I don't, it's a bit of, I'd call it hiccups because you actually get a lot of insight mm -hmm. once you actually consumer facing. Yes. So I sell online and um, the one thing that I'd realized is I actually need to get a physical store because what I'd forgotten whilst I was pregnant is you very, sensitive about yep. how you feel now you're expanding <laughs> and you're worried about oh am I going to go back to my original size people actually want to try on so yes. they're very hesitant to order online and actually when you do order online even though online purchasing in South Africa is growing it's not for what I'd find for, for, for pregnant purchases, it's not growing at, at a very rapid rate. So yeah. you actually still need a physical store. And most of the people that um, inquire, have seen my, my clothing, have inquired about it. The one question they always ask, where's your store? Yes. Where can I go try on? So people want to try on. So even if they do take the plunge and purchase online, my return rate is quite high. So talking about a physical store, are there mm. plans to acquire long-term plans yeah. because also what I'm trying to do is because I'm trying to keep the production cost low yes. I want to also um, and that's very difficult as I explained so what I need to do is look at my other costs that I can keep to the minimum so that would be your over it's like having a physical store you know mm. where you have to pay rent you have to pay rates of taxes you then have to buy you have to pay someone's salary to actually man the store etc yeah. so um, what I'm doing at the moment is forming partnerships with a number of mom and baby organizations okay. that have a physical space where I then do pop-up shops. Right. So I actually have a pop-up shop starting um, next weekend on the 27th. Okay. And then on it will be 27th and 28th, so Friday and a Saturday. And then the following weekend as well, and we'll see how it goes. And then also just attending a lot more um, mom, and, mom and baby and toddler um, fairs. Mm. And those have increased quite a bit in, in South Africa as well. Yeah. So I'll be attending a lot more of those, have the pop-up shops, and then we'll see how that goes. Let's talk about the linen. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I already feel like... Like I want to be a baby and all that comfortable linen. How is that selling? That um, I'm actually launching that yeah. this weekend. Oh, wonderful! So um, I did a bit of market research in terms of that, and also what I'd find, also my personal experience, is that there's not a big variety for babies. And when yes. I talk about linen for babies, it's nice linen with stars on, and elephants that are floating, and yeah. clouds in the sky, and you know the only thing you get is a Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse. Barney, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, and you know, you get all these characters and because they're small, they don't see it, you know, it's almost like lost mm. on them. Mm. So what I found is the first year of a baby being in the house, it's more about your taste and your yes. preferences and you want it to tie in with a nursery. Yeah. And yeah, Winnie and Minnie Mouse doesn't always go very nicely Sometimes with nurseries. 
Exactly. And the trends nowadays is to have neutral nurseries. Yes. You know, and also neutral works really well for babies. Babies want that pastel color, you know, because it immediately gives the room a nice, calm, serene mm. feel. And that's what you want for baby oh, in order to get them yes. to sleep. You don't want busyness because it overstimulates them and then they don't sleep. So hence the, the linen launch. So um, a lot of pastel colors, um, little stars and clouds and you know, wavy patterns. Yeah. Um, we do fitted sheets and then um, pillowcases when they get older. And then we also do the cellular blankets. Yeah. So what's nice about the cellular blankets, you know, cellular blankets have been around for such a long time and they always come in white. Mm. And yeah, white is not very uh, friendly in terms not of attracting dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so what we do is we actually tie-dye them in... Um, um, in greys, in light blues, wow. and in light pinks. And then what we do is we actually give them a trim all around. You know, so it can either be a trim that matches the, the fitted sheet, ah. or we actually like to ice particularly like the, the African prints okay. that put purchase. I purchased quite a number of African prints from um, Zambia, mm. um, which is less busier than your your Nigerian prints and your Ghanaian prints. Yeah. Um, it's got small little circles on it, etc. And I think it's just a little bit more suitable for um, for babies. For baby. Yeah. And it just like it gives a little bit of a brightness. Yeah. You know, either to the room or to your nappy bag, you know, you whip out Wonderful. The, the Such great personality there also. Talk to us about what it took then for you to start this business. I mean, starting a business is not child's play. No, it's not. And I mean, like I said, I started when I was on maternity leave, mainly because I was getting a little bit bored <laughs> and my frustration. Um, but it was actually quite an easy decision when I went back to work because your mindset changed once you have a baby. Yeah. You realize what, what you value, what is important to you. And I wanted to spend more time with my little guy, especially within the first two years. And I've always had, I mean, I, I completed my MBA at Copenhagen Business School. Yeah. Um, that was in 2011, 2012. And one of the big focuses was entrepreneurship and right. innovation. So I've always wanted, I've always, I like to think that I've always had an entrepreneurial way of thinking. So I've always wanted to start my business. I just never knew what. Yeah. So this was like a perfect opportunity. And it takes a lot of guts, but it also takes a fantastic support system. Right. And I mean, my partner is just absolutely amazing in terms of that. He's the one who's actually pushing me to just start your own thing. This is a great idea. Go for mm -hmm. it. Have you done your research? You know, he asks all the pertinent questions and sometimes the most, the more uncomfortable questions, but he's also a really great um, support yeah. and, a, and a cheerleader, you know, because it does get tough. I mean, I've had to... Um, the, the linen, for example, it's a new product skew that I've had to introduce to the company just to um, get more revenue coming in. So, right. uh, so it's almost like it's got a shorter um, life cycle, right. which means that it gets it gets purchased quicker, yes. which means you've got more revenue than coming in, mm. as opposed to the maternity and pregnancy wear, which is a longer, you know, it's a longer purchase decision True. that people that people go through before they actually purchase it. So, so that's what I've had to also look at when I had to do my little company audit end of last <laughs> year and make a decision in terms of, okay, so what, what, is the, what is the plans and the goals for the business for this right. year? And you have, to, you have to ask yourself some really tough questions, like is this really going to work? Mm -hmm. But the other thing you've also got to keep in mind is that you can't, you can't decide to give up within the first three years. Oh, I mean, yes. a business, you have to keep at it for the first three years. You know, before, because it only really starts showing profit thereafter, they say. <laughs> so we'll see. Great advice. On that note, uh, as a last point, mm. 
where to for mum and baby affair? What can we expect in the near future? The store will be, the physical store will be a long-term plan. Where can we expect to see you? Where should people follow you? Um, they can follow me at mom and baby underscore fair on Instagram and then mom and baby affair on Facebook. Um, M and B affair um, on Twitter. Um, I sell online currently. We do the pop-up shops, so dates we communicate on all our social media platforms. Okay. The store we're hoping in the next year or two years will have a physical store. And the whole idea behind the store is also to have a space where moms can come and hang out and chat and lament to each other about how hard it, how hard it is <laughs> to get by on only X amount of hours of sleep. Right. And also a space where you can, you can um, if it's in a mall, situated in a mall, a space where you can go and breastfeed. Uh, because I find that's also um, lacking within the South African market, yes. you know, a baby changing facility with a breastfeeding friendly facility. Um, so, yeah, I'm just adding some more um, product skews, some um, denim pieces um, to, because uh, uh, women, we all love, we love jeans. Denim. Yep. We love denim, yep. so we're adding some this year for winter. Um, and some more tight pieces as well, so because oh. tights is a new denim, they yes. say, <laughs> and it's also the most comfortable. Right. Um, so yeah, so we're adding some new interesting product skews to our portfolio. So yeah, interesting times. Thank yeah, you so much for your time, and we Thanks wish you all the best. Me. Thank you. That was Jolene Rulofsa, the founder of Mum and Baby Affair, in this week's SME Corner for MoneyWeb.